Well, hello and welcome to this English lesson where we're we're gonna talk about fixing and repairing. A topic that I know a lot of words and phrases about fixing and repairing but I am not an expert by any stretch of the imagination. I can fix some things. I'm okay at it. That means I'm not really good at fixing things. I'm okay at it. Um I can fix small things. I can repair small things. If you're not sure what fixing and repairing is, it's when something is broken uh and it needs someone to just uh add a new part or fix it in some way so that it works again or so that it is usable again. Uh so today we'll do a little lesson on fixing and repairing. Um it's a little it's a few words shorter than some of my other English lessons but uh maybe I'll spend a bit more time explaining each word and each phrase. So, let's get started on this lesson on fixing and repairing. Before we do that though, I do wanna say hi to everyone in the chat. I know there are a lot of members in the chat and a lot of non-members. Hi to Rod, the English teacher. Mode Ags. I know Maria C is here. Lolly Lolly. Tin Lee is here. Al Gore. Haven't seen Al for a while, I think. Hi, Al. Uh Norma is here. Linda is here. Key Park is here. As I scroll back, I see Eugene. I see Island Resort. I see a lot of people. Uh Lolly Lolly, I think I mentioned and Maria C. Now, I'm just repeating names. Um hi to Todd and Dave who are here to moderate for us today. Um I'm sure they will do a good job. For everyone who is new here, please use the chat for English conversations between each other. If you have a question, there is a link in the description below and as well, the link will be placed in the chat from time to time. But uh you're probably curious now to hear someone who's not good at fixing and repairing things to talk about fixing and repairing. So, let's get started. I want to start by talking about the verb to fix. So, we have the verb to fix, the verb to repair, the verb to mend and the verb to patch. So, let me back up and talk about the verb to fix. The verb to fix is probably the most common way to talk about something that's broken or worn out that needs to be fixed, okay? Um even if you're talking about things like your car or your computer or maybe a button fell off your shirt, the general term, the verb we use the most often in my opinion is the verb to fix. I need to have someone fix my car. I need to fix my shirt, the button fell off. I need to get my computer fixed because it stopped working. So, this is uh probably the most general term. In fact, if you're learning English and you want to talk about something that needs uh that isn't working and you want to have it fixed, I would use the verb to fix. I've just defined it by using it. Um we also have the verb to repair. It means pretty much exactly the same thing. I need to have my car repaired. Um I need we wouldn't use it for clothing. You don't usually repair clothing but you might get your computer repaired. In fact, we often have repair shops. A repair shop is a place where you can bring something so that someone can repair it. We don't use this verb as much. We do use it a lot but um I think because it's two syllables, repair, fix, repair, takes a little longer to say it. So, maybe we just use the verb to fix. But again, it's almost a direct replacement except I don't think I would use it for clothing. We have the verb to mend which is not heard very often and it's almost 
always used to talk about clothing. So, if there's a hole um in your jeans, you might have someone mend it. If you have a hole in your sock, you might have someone mend it. The reason we don't use the verb to mend to talk about fixing clothing very much anymore is because people don't actually mend their clothing very often anymore. Quite often when um an article of clothing gets a hole in it, people just throw it away. So, uh because our society has become quick to throw things away instead of fixing them, verbs like to mend aren't used very much anymore. And then we have the verb to patch. When I was a kid, if my jeans got a big hole in the knee, my mum would put a patch on the knee. Um you can see here this jean has patches. Again, the verb to patch is probably used more to talk about patching up the road or sometimes you patch up something um but to patch uh clothing. We don't often put patches on clothing anymore. For the same reason, we don't use the verb to mend as much anymore. Sometimes you just want to do a quick fix. In English, a quick fix is not always the best way to fix something um but it's a a fix that you can do very very quickly without spending a lot of money. Here is a quick fix of a hose. The hose probably had a leak in it and so a quick fix uh was to wrap tape around it. Quick fixes are quick to do but they also do not last very long. So, I don't think this is the best way to fix a hose with a leak in it but it certainly is a quick fix. Um other quick fixes might be um and they often involve tape. Uh maybe you have a cup. Maybe you have a cup and the cup has a hole in it so you put a piece of tape across. It works for a little bit but eventually the water will come through. So, that's what a quick fix is. Oh and I thought I should Another quick fix if a light bulb goes out is to change the light bulb. But I thought I should tell you a joke. There is a joke in English and I'm sure you have the same joke in your languages and the format of the joke is to ask how many of a certain type of people does it take to change a light bulb? This joke can be very rude and it can be very what we call derogatory. I'm going to tell the joke and make fun of Canadians because I am Canadian. I'm not gonna tell the joke and try to make the joke make someone from another country feel bad but I will make fun of Canadians. So, the joke would go like this. How many Canadians does it take to change a light bulb? And the answer to the joke is usually something that makes fun of the people you were talking about. So, the answer for this one is that it takes three. One to stand on the ladder and hold the light bulb and then two more Canadians to lift the ladder and and walk in a circle so the light bulb gets screwed in. So, you can see how it's kind of a funny joke. Um please don't use this joke to make fun of other people um but if you want to use it to make fun of yourself, that's fine. And the answer to the joke changes. There are many, many types of answers to the joke. How many Canadians does it take to change a light bulb? There's something new in the world called a hack. A hack is when you use something in a way very quickly to solve a problem or to fix something. Um so, a hack would be if you look at this, they used paper clips to hold all your all their cables. So, instead of um buying a cable holder, 
and I know this isn't really a fix or a repair but a hack is something you do in life to fix a problem. So, if the problem is that all your cables are on the floor, a hack would be something uh, that you just do quickly to solve that problem. So, this hack is to use paper clips, the big type of paper clip to hold all of the cables up. So, I wanna talk a little bit about the state of things before it needs to be fixed. And there are different ways to describe things that need to be fixed. One is to just say it's broken. So, this phone was dropped and now this phone is broken. You can see that the glass is all um fractured. That the glass has shattered a little bit. So, when something is broken, it needs to be fixed. I'm not sure if this is fixable. I didn't put the word fixable in my list. I probably should have um but uh broke um broken sorry fixable is a way to describe something that you can fix. If it's not fixable, it's usually just garbage or needs to be recycled. I did wanna go back and mention that the word hack comes from uh in computers in the computer world when you hack a computer, it means you kind of find a way in or you get past the security and we've now started to use the word hack for things in life as well. Um so, when something's broken, uh it doesn't work anymore but when something's damaged, it means something has happened to it, okay? Um so, let me uh think about this. There was a big storm in the US recently and it caused a lot of damage. There's a lot of buildings that are damaged. When a building is damaged, it needs to be fixed. It needs to be repaired. Um when you get in a car accident, your car is damaged. And so, you need to find someone who can repair the car or fix the car because it is damaged. So, things can be broken, things can be damaged and they need to be fixed. Sometimes things just break down. When something breaks down, it stops working. We usually use this verb to talk about vehicles. My car broke down on the side of the road last week. I'm going to go on a long trip. My car's in good shape but I hope it doesn't break down along the way. So, breakdown is yeah, I I'm not sure I use it with anything else. Like my tractor can break down. You can have um yeah, I think it for anything that you drive like a truck can break down, a car can break down, etc. Sometimes things are just worn out. Uh when something is worn out, it usually means it has been used so much that it has holes in it. This bike seat looks very very worn out. Let me make it a little bigger for you. Um it means that it has been used a lot. So, it's not broken yet. Um it's not necessarily considered to be damaged but it's showing a lot of wear. It is uh beginning to be worn out and sometimes when something is worn out, you can't fix it. You simply need to replace it. Hey, let's uh let's do a few questions here. Let me check where I am on my list here. Yeah, we're doing fine. Good. Hey, um questions are bigger this week again. Thanks to Dave. Thank you very much. Let me have a sip of water and let me check the audio and then I will get straight to the questions. Awesome. My earbuds are getting kind of tangled here. Um what did I want to say? I did wanna say hi to the five 384 people watching. Sorry, I thought the three was a five. Uh welcome to this live lesson where we are learning about fixing and repairing. 
different words and phrases for fixing and repairing. If you're new here, there is a subscribe button right there. You should click it. You will be happy. I guarantee it every Tuesday when a new video comes out. Um let's see here. Let me get to the first question. The first question is from Ruslan. I do wanna thank Guhan though for being a member and Guhan's question is, hi, Mr. Bob. Can I ask what is Canada Day? It's a holiday on July 1st. Um so, we just celebrated it a couple of months ago. It's a lot of fun. Fireworks, all of that fun stuff. Ruslan, hello, the most amazing teacher Bob. I hope you are well, sir. Do the Canadians usually do their house renovations themselves or hire specialists? Both. Um if it's small things and if someone is handy, I'll talk about that word in a bit, sometimes they will do it themselves and it really depends on the job. In our house, we will paint. We will do small electrical repairs because I know how to do that but if we needed our windows replaced, we would hire an expert to do that. Uh hi, Bob says fix versus repair. Again, fix is a very common verb to talk about the act of you know, if something isn't working, making getting it to work again and repair is it's not really a more formal version. It's just a a longer version of the same uh word. Well, let's see here. Yaroslav says, morning the wisest teacher Bob. What synonyms of the word repair do the Canadians use? Wish you a great live stream. Take care. We almost always say um that it needs to be fixed. It needs to be repaired. We might say in a informal slang way, it needs fixing. Um it's kind of a funny way to say it. it. Makes it sound like you're from out in the country. My car needs fixing. Um yeah, we fix things up as well which means if something's old, you try to make it look newer again. Um so, not a lot of synonyms though for repair except we use fix quite a bit. Um let's see here. Judith says, hi, Bob. How are you and your kind family? We're good, Judith. What kind of disadvantages can you encounter if you are an expert fixing and repairing? So, disadvantages you can encounter is right now, one thing that's uh, a problem in Canada is there aren't enough supplies and if you can find supplies, they're very expensive. Uh prices are coming down a bit but because of the pandemic, number one, uh if you are an expert at fixing and repairing, an advantage is you can find a lot of work for other people. A disadvantage is that you can't find a lot of materials to do the fixing. It's getting better though but there was a bit of a through the summer, there was a lack of wood or lumber and a lack of uh, other supplies. Uh next question. Wait, did I skip a question? Um let me go back. Let me go back. Answer. Here we go. Rajwal, hello sir. Lots of love from India. Thank you. Can I say these sentences interchangeably? He fixed it yesterday. He did fix it yesterday. Yes. The second sentence has a little more emphasis. So, if someone said, did he fix it yesterday? I could respond and say, yes, he fixed it yesterday but if I wanna say it really strongly, I could say, yeah, he did fix it yesterday. Notice how I made the word did sound a little different. He did fix it yesterday. So, uh, uh, yes, interchangeably for sure. Caesar says, hi, teacher. I need to fix my life. I think a lot of people are in this situation and I don't mean to laugh and smile. I'm not laughing at you, Caesar. 
Um I think a lot of people find that there are small things in life they would like to fix or there are so many big things in life they would like to fix them as well. So, all I can do is wish you all the best. I hope you can find a way to fix some of the things in your life so that your life is better. Ario, hi, Mr. Bob. How are you? How much do you pay a professional for fixed? Wait, just a second here. Something strange is happening. Let me go back here. Let me go back. I think I'm double clicking sometimes or something strange is happening. So, this is Ario. There we go. Let me just make sure I click the right button next time. Ola, Mr. Bob, question. What's the difference between fix and repair? Thanks in advance. So, in English, we have a saying asked and answered and that's something you say when someone's already asked a question and you've answered it. It's a great question, Ario, but uh, they are essentially the same. We use the word fix a lot more. Uh let's see here. Um Sala. Yeah, that's weird. It just skipped. There we go. Hello, teacher Bob. One of the advantages of old used cars is that it gives its owner knowledge of car repair methods. Its disadvantages are its advantages. That's very true. When you buy an old car and I'll talk about how to describe that situation in a little bit. Um the advantage is the car has so many disadvantages you need to learn how to fix them. So, um I think my mouse is just acting weird. I think my mouse is double clicking. So, if the questions flash on the screen, um that's my fault. Um Isam, hi, Mr. Bob. How are you? How much do you pay a professional for fixing your things? Thanks. You are awesome. About $60 an hour if you hire an electrician uh or another professional to come in. They charge about fifty or sixty dollars per hour. Notice I said fifty dollars, sixty dollars an hour or per hour. We use those two ways of talking about it interchangeably. Uh let's see here. Luza, is amend the same as mend in some way? Thanks for your attention. No, when you amend something, you make small changes to it. Usually like in writing, I'm gonna amend this document. Uh let's get a formal definition of that so that we make sure meaning of amend. It's like we also have amendment, right? Um to modify formally such as a legal document or piece of writing. To make minor changes in text in order to make it fair, more accurate or more up to date. So, um mend is to repair something. Um usually clothing. You can use it sometimes for other things as well. Like, they're going to mend the road. I would use fix but in some places, they might say mend. Um let's see here. Yep, there it did it again. Eva says, hi, Bob. Good morning. I tend to tear my jeans and patch it. So, we're gonna flip the word torn. I tend to tear my jeans and patch it. That looks really fashionable. Do you like this style? I find it interesting because I'm old and I don't want my jeans to have holes in them but many, many young people wear jeans with holes or holes with patches. I think it probably is fun but for me personally, I like my clothes uh to be in perfect shape. I don't like them to have holes in them. I know it's fashionable but uh let's see here.
Okay, let's get this one up and then we'll get back to the lesson. Sean says, Todd for president. Election time is approaching. Please explain what it means when I say my attention is fixed on the election results or the results of the election was fixed. So, when your attention is fixed on something, it means you you're having trouble looking away. When you're watching a sports game, your attention is fixed on the ball um or on the puck or on the net when they shoot or on the best player. It means that you're watching that thing or person. Your eyes are fixed on them. When you say an election is fixed, it means it wasn't a fair election. It means someone manipulated the results. So, that is not a good thing. Hey, let's get back to the lesson though. I'll uh figure out in a moment why my slides or why my questions keep clicking twice at the same time. I'm using a very very old mouse. This mouse is like probably 10 years old and I think <laughs> here's a great example of what we're talking about. This mouse, I think the button is worn out. I don't think it's fixable because when I push this, I think it clicks twice all by itself. Um so, it's definitely worn out inside but um I don't think it's fixable. Let's see here. So, a fixer upper is a place you buy or even a car you buy that needs lots of repairs. It needs a lot of fixing. Um notice I'm throwing the words fix and repair. I'm using them in a lot of different ways. It needs a lot of repairs. It needs a lot of fixing. It needs to be fixed up. So, we would call it a fixer upper. There's even a TV show I think called fixer upper where uh they buy an old house that's a little bit worn down, a little bit um falling apart a little bit and they spend some time fixing it up. So, a fixer upper is anything you buy or anything you have that needs to be fixed. It needs improvements. It needs some repairs. We have a phrase in English. We'll say that something needs some work. You could say, oh, Joe bought an old car. It needs some work or I bought a house and it needs some work. Um I was gonna say you could use this to talk about people too but that's kind of rude but you could say, uh you know, Julie has a new boyfriend. He needs some work. He's a fixer upper. (laughs) You might have heard this in a Disney movie. He's a bit of a fixer upper. I'm not sure what movie that is. Beauty and the Beast maybe. Um so, you can use some of these phrases to talk about people but it's a little rude. Um you might buy an old computer and it needs some work. Maybe it needs more memory and a better video card. Um but um probably the most common way to use it would be to talk about cars or houses. Things that you can fix. So, maybe your friend bought an old car and it needs some work. That means maybe uh they need to paint it. Maybe it needs some engine work done etcetera. Uh Julia in the chat says the mouse is unfixable. That's correct. <laughs> um it gave up the ghost. No, it's not quite that far. We have another phrase in English to talk about usually electronic things or things like computers or TVs. We would say they gave up the ghost. This means it's not fixable. When something gives up the ghost, it means it's it's no longer able. It doesn't turn on. You can't use it anymore. Um so, I have had many computers in my life where I've owned them for seven or eight years and eventually they give up the ghost. Eventually, they just don't work anymore. We also have a word wonky and this might be a local word that I use in my area of Ontario, Canada but whenever something is wonky, 
it means it's not quite perfect. So, many of you have probably sat on a stool where one leg is a little shorter than the other and it wobbles and you might say, oh, this stool's kind of wonky. Sometimes your computer does strange things by itself. This mouse, by the way, I didn't do this on purpose. This mouse is wonky. It's clicking twice when I click once. So, it's wonky. It's it's doing things it's not supposed to do. You might have a phone Um, Yesterday, my phone was acting wonky. My phone was wonky yesterday. All of the icons disappeared and I had to turn it off and back on again. So, it was wonky. Again, I'm not sure how widespread this word is used um, but definitely wonky. I don't think Brent is here today, American English with this guy but I was gonna ask him if they use it in his part of the United States. Um and then another thing is the word to crash. Computers crash. If your computer keeps crashing, that means it is crashing over and over again. Maybe you get a blue screen with an error quite often. Maybe your computer just shuts off by itself. We would then say, oh, my computer needs to be fixed. I need to have my computer repaired because it keeps crashing. Um it repeatedly stops working. That is never a fun thing. That is quite annoying. Um thankfully, At the beginning of the lesson, I said I'm not good at repairing or fixing things. I am actually quite good at fixing computers. That's the one thing I am good at fixing. Um some people do home improvements. So, home improvements aren't necessarily because they want to fix or repair something but maybe there's too many things in your bathroom that are broken. And instead of fixing everything in the bathroom, you decide to do some home improvements. So, you actually remove everything from the bathroom and you paint the walls and you put in a new sink and a new toilet. So, sometimes instead of fixing or repairing something that's broken, sometimes you just replace it. Maybe you do home improvements and you uh end up with everything brand new in the bathroom. I would like to do that with our downstairs bathroom. Our downstairs bathroom sink is currently broken. It leaks a little bit and I've repaired it three times in the last three years but because I'm not good at it, I probably do it wrong every time. So, it has started to leak a little bit again. Hey, we do have uh Sean from Free 99 English here. I should ask Sean if he uses the word wonky. He's on the east coast of Canada. We'll uh, listen in the chat, see if he uses that word. So, we have DIY which stands for do it yourself. If you don't do it uh yourself, uh let me just check if I have what slide I have up next here. Um okay, it's a little further along. Um if you do things yourself, it means you fix things or you repair things because you've learned a little bit about it. Maybe you know how to do a little bit of electrical work. Maybe you know a little bit about plumbing. Maybe you know how to sew a button back on a shirt. Maybe you know how to fix a computer. You might be a do-it-yourselfer. When you do it yourself, it means you have a different job but maybe at night or on the weekends, you like to fix things for yourself. It means you're probably handy. In English, um when you say that someone is handy, it means that they are really good. Just give me one moment here. I just had a a major crash on my screen. Let me just make sure. Yeah, my whole computer screen went black. Interesting. 
but it seems to be working still. Let me know in the chat if everything's working. I think everything is. You're back up now, Bob, says Sean. Excellent. Let me get back to my slide. When you are handy, it means you are good at doing things with tools. You're good at fixing things. You're good at repairing things. You can look at something that's broken and you can figure out what's wrong and you can fix it. Um, I'm handy when it comes to computers but I'm not handy when it comes to fixing a car engine. I don't have a lot of skills in that area. We have a word handyman and in English we're trying to use the word handy person but handyman is still probably the most common. In English we're trying to replace words with man in it with words that reflect both men and women. So, instead of fireman we usually say firefighter um and we with handyman we haven't gotten away from the word handyman. You will not see the word handy person very often. <laughs> in fact, um if you look online, if you need to hire someone to fix things, you'll see a lot of listings for people who are uh consider themselves a handyman. So, a handyman is someone who is good at fixing things and will come to your house and you can pay them to fix things. Again, at some point it will be handy person but I think in English people are having trouble getting used to the new word. We also say that people are good with their hands. Um when someone is good with their hands, um it means the same as being handy. They're good at using tools. They're good at using a drill like this person is. They're good at fixing or building things. Um when someone's good with their hands, they can um like buy an old car and fix it all up. They maybe can build a shed in their backyard. If their sink is leaking, um if you're good with your hands, you probably can fix it. You'll go to the hardware store and buy the correct part. Um but definitely um I'm a little bit better with my brain than with my hands, (laughs) I would say. Uh let's get to the next slide. If you are not handy, if you are not good with your hands, we often say that you are all thumbs, okay? In order to be good with your hands, you have to be able to use all your fingers. If you say to someone that you are all thumbs, it means that when you try to fix things or repair things, um you end up maybe making it worse or you just can't do it very well. Um I have a friend who is all thumbs. Um he has I shouldn't make fun of him but he has trouble even climbing a ladder because he he's just he's very talented at other things. He is not talented at fixing things or doing anything that involves tools. He's all thumbs when it comes to that. Hey, we're gonna flip to members only chat for a little bit. As I do that, I do want to thank all of my members who come out regularly each week and who are just awesome to uh have around. They have decided to click the join button below and support my channel and I do appreciate every single one of you. If you're a member, you can ask questions directly in the chat right now and I will continue answering questions from the forum. Let's see here. So, this is Katarina has the next question. Nice Friday, teacher Bob. Can you use such tools as hammer, nails, saw, tray and fix something? Do you can you fix electricity? I think you can do everything but some and can't. I can do some things. I can build things. 
I can do a little bit of electrical work. Um I replaced all the electrical outlets in my basement a couple years ago. Um I d- I'm not very good at plumbing like pipes and taps. Um I'm a bit I'm all thumbs when it comes to plumbing. I can build things though out of wood. Um like I still haven't done it but I want to build a new picnic table. Um and when Jen needs things done on the farm that if she needs something repaired if it's built out of wood I can do that. Um let me jump over to the chat. Al Gore says crash also may mean stay for the night at somebody's place in American English. Yes, you can crash on someone's couch. Um you could crash at your brother's place. You could crash at your uh cousin's place. That means you stay at their house. Yes, good one Al. Um Julia says sometimes it might happen. Uh let's see here. Free 99 says great live stream Bob. Thanks, Sean. It's nice to know. Um oh, I'm so all thumbs says Modags. <laughs> <laughs> Al Gore says steady as she goes Bob and then uh, Sean says I wonder if the friend he was talking about was Dave the Canadian. Yes, I'm not 100% sure. Let me check something because I think there's probably more questions than that. They're not popping up. Let me go to my other screen here. Um let's see down here we go. Lolly says all thumbs says j'ai deux mains gauche. I have two left hands. Interesting. Uh Linda says, hi Bob. I don't have any questions. Just sitting here with my dog on my lap. She's watching you too. <laughs> That's cool. Uh Mirage says, can a beat up be referred to worn out? Yeah, you could say, you know, the seat on my bike's really beat up or these shows, these shoes are really beat up. That also would mean worn out. Key Park, hi Bob. I noticed you said fix a little when you corrected the sentences in comments. Yes, that's true. I I often say just a little fix there or I'm gonna fix this a little bit. Um that's my nice way of saying there's a mistake. I don't like to say that's wrong. You made a mistake. I like to say I'm just gonna fix the sentence a little bit. Um Al Gore says jack of all trades. A jack of all trades is good at a lot of things. Maria C. Let me just go to my other screen for a sec. I think things are back to normal. Maria C. Hello, Bob. How are you? No question today but I hope you have a very nice day and the lesson is really helpful as usual. You are welcome. Sean says to Linda, well, if dogs can learn English, I'm sure Bob would be the best person to teach the dog. LOL. I'm not taking on any dogs. Dogs can come to the lesson with their owners but I'm not teaching dogs directly. Mode says, hi, super handy, Mr. Bob. Back to Sean's question. Is there a difference between fixed on and fixated on? Oh, that's interesting. When you're f- when you're fixed on the ball during a game, I think fixated is like even more paying attention to something and it can actually even be a bad thing. If you're fixated on uh something in life. It's like you're uh addicted to it a little bit. So, when you're fixed on something, it's just a small description but fixated would be a little more serious. Uh Sita Bittencourt says, just to say hello and thanking you, Bob, Mr. Bob for your great work. No problem. Uh good to see you by the way, Sita. Norma, don't you happen? Doesn't it happen if you don't fix something at once, suddenly other things begin to break down in a row? That is my experience. Yes, Norma, you are totally correct. Especially with farm equipment, the minute you notice something is not working right, you fix it because if you don't fix a small thing, it can lead to bigger problems for sure. Uh Anjay says, what is the difference? Fix and repair. Pretty much the same thing. 
I can say I need to fix my tractor. I can say I need to repair my tractor. Both would work. I think we use the word fix a lot more. Uh Sean Semra. Hello, Bob. Nice to see you. Hi, Semra. Rod says, I don't think Mr. Bob is a jack of all trades as he told me once. LOL. Just kidding. Yeah, I Rod and I when I talked, Rod's probably got a better sense of what I am good at and what I'm not. You know, the true measure I think of a of an intelligent person is if they know what they're not good at. Does that make sense? Sometimes people know what they're good at but they don't know what they're not good at. So, I think if to be truly smart, you have to know what you're not good at. Um let's see here. Um Nathborn says, hi, Bob. I'm Audie. Hi, Audie. Can you fix or repair the computer? Have a nice day. I can fix computers. I can repair computers. Although, generally, like if my mom says, can you fix my computer? The first thing I usually ask her is, how old is your computer? Because once a computer is six or seven years old, there's no point in fixing it. You might as well buy a new one. Uh Bob is definitely a jack of all trades from Linda and master of everything. Possibly. Mode says, I hope that joke about Canadians didn't do irreparable damage between me and Sean from Free 99. Now, I'm sure Sean got a, cra- a good giggle out of it. Eugene says, I have fixed 20 transformers burnt out commercial outdoor lighting last week. Oh, that's cool, Eugene. Cool that you can fix those kinds of things. Um Sean says it hurt my feelings actually. Just kidding. Linda says, I remember your two tractors waiting to be fixed. Yes, they have both been fixed and they are working great. Well, the one just started working again by itself. I'm not sure why. Uh let's see here. Mode, I'll we'll see how Mr. Bob will fix that. Yes, you can fix uh relationships too by the way. So, if you're not getting along with someone, you can say, you know, I think we should talk and we should fix our relationship. Um sometimes married couples go for counseling because they want to fix their relationship because they're not getting along. Um is Jack of all trades close to a handyman? Thanks from Al Gore. Yes, definitely. Yeah, that's definitely very similar. And then Sean says, Bob and I share a background in computers. Yeah, So, there's different ways to refer to people like Sean and I um like light computers, tech heads or have a tech background. Sean and I have both worked in different fields where we've had to master the use of computers. Um it's about a minute early but I'm gonna turn off uh let's see here. I'm gonna turn off members only mode and I'm gonna double check a couple things. I think we're good. Let me double check my audio. And we will get back to the lesson in just a moment. Yeah, I'm glad everything's working. Um you can't fix a live stream when it goes wrong. <laughs> it either works or it doesn't. Um let me see here. There we go. All thumbs. Let me check where we're at and how fast I need to go. If you aren't handy and if you don't like doing things yourself, you will probably hire a professional or an expert. Um like I mentioned, I can do small repairs in my house. I can do computer repairs but if my tractor is broken, I hire a professional. I hire an expert. I am not good at fixing things like that. So, it's important that I hire someone who knows how to do it. Certainly, 
This is going to be a bit of a review the next few slides of the lesson I did on tools a year ago. But in order to fix things, you will probably need tools. Little things you can use with your hands in order to fix things. You will probably have a toolbox. I think most people have a small toolbox in their house. Even if you're not handy, it's a good idea to have some tools around. Basic tools that I think everyone should have. A hammer. Hammers are very very uh handy to have. Um there's a funny saying in English. When the only tool you have is a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. And what that means is that if you only have learned one way to deal with problems, you'll always deal with them the same way which isn't always a good thing. But anyone who um needs to do small fixes, everyone should have a hammer. You should have a set of screwdrivers. Every screwdriver has a different tip. By the way, in Canada, one of the tips on the screwdrivers is a square tip and we call it a Robertson and I believe it's the best screwdriver tip in the world but it's not used everywhere. Most people use Phillips or a flat head screwdriver. Um but you should have a hammer. You should have a screwdriver set. You should have a few wrenches uh which you use to turn nuts and bolts to tighten and loosen them. You should have a few pairs of pliers. Pliers are very very handy and you should have some crazy glue. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know that was the next slide. I'm not sure if you know what crazy glue is. Crazy glue is a type of glue that you can use to glue things together and you can use it on almost anything and it's very very um powerful glue. When you have a mug that breaks in the kitchen and if you use crazy glue to fix it, it will not fall apart, okay? If you put crazy glue on your finger and accidentally touch your other finger, your fingers will be stuck together. It's don't do that. It's a bad thing to do. Do not try that at home. Um but in Canada and I'm sure in other parts of the world, people often use crazy glue to fix things um because it's a quick fix. You also might use what's called duct tape. So, some people call it duct tape like quack quack like a duck quack quack but it's actually called duct tape. We don't quite though say the T on duct. So, we it often sounds like duct tape like the duck uh but it's a gray tape that's very very sticky and very very strong and very often people in North America and other parts of the world will fix things quickly using duct tape or crazy glue. They're very very handy. I have both crazy glue and duct tape in my house. By the way, a duct is a metal thing that air goes through usually for heating or air conditioning and I think this tape was originally used on ducts like in houses and buildings but eventually um people started to use it for other things because it's very very handy. Um notice a person can be handy but items can also be handy. I said that it's very handy to have a hammer and duct tape is very very handy. Um I love duct tape by the way. Um you might have a Swiss army knife. A Swiss army knife is a special knife that has many many small tools in it. I used to have a Swiss army knife. I think I'd lost it but it had a small screwdriver. It had a knife. It had a little pair of scissors like this one. Um and it even had like a um a needle that you could use to you could pull out and then you could sew things. It was quite 
quite handy. I'm not sure what I did with it. I think I might have given it to one of my kids actually. I'm not sure. But a Swiss army knife is very handy to have. Something a little bigger than a Swiss army knife is something called a multi-tool. You can see that this is small and handy to carry in your pocket. This is something that you might have in a drawer or uh in your toolbox. It's a pair of pliers. It's a knife. It's a screwdriver. It has a little saw on it for cutting things. It's quite handy to carry a multi-tool if you go camping or hiking or if you're doing something where you might need to do um little fixes where you might need to fix things when you're far from home. A multi-tool can be very very handy. And then of course, there's string. If you live on a farm, there's something called baler twine. If you have a bale of hay, there's twine which is very thick string and baler twine is very handy for fixing things. But if you are not on a farm, you probably have a roll of string somewhere. String can be very helpful and very useful uh, for doing quick fixes and quick repairs. And you might have a needle and thread. Uh so, a needle and thread would be used to fix clothing. So, if a button did fall off my shirt, I would use a needle which is a long pointy piece of metal and I would put some string through the eye of the needle, okay, or some thread. We use thread and string somewhat interchangeably. Usually, if you're talking about you know fixing clothing or mending clothing, um you're going to say thread. So, I would get a needle. I would put thread through the eye of the needle. And then I would sew the button back on my shirt. I do actually know how to do that by the way. My mom taught me how to sew on a button before I went to university. So, you might repair something or mend something using needle and thread. And if you're lucky and you know how to use it, you might have a sewing machine. Um I don't know how to use a sewing machine. We do have a sewing machine in our house um and it's quite handy. Um my wife is pretty good at using a sewing machine and so she will fix. We have aprons that we wear at market. She'll modify them or repair those uh and other things. Just a way to uh instead of sewing everything by hand, it's nice to have a sewing machine. And maybe somewhere in your house, maybe in your garage, maybe you have a shed outside. Um you might have a workbench. Uh, A workbench is a place where you maybe keep some tools but it's also a nice place where you can go to fix things or to repair things. You can set the broken item on your workbench and you can find out uh what's wrong with it. Maybe you can buy some parts to uh to fix it um but a workbench is certainly a handy place um to go when you need to fix something in your house uh or just in general. Sometimes it's nice. I have a few workbenches but they're kind of full. Workbenches, sometimes people put things on workbenches. I tend to um put things on my workbench that don't need to be fixed. I use it like a big shelf and then when I do need to fix something, I have to clean off my workbench before I can work on it. Um never (laughs) never don't do that. That's not a good way to you should keep your workbench clean so that when you need it, it's ready to use. Hey, so uh as I mentioned, a few minutes shorter than normal um but I thought a good lesson to do anyways, fixing and repairing. Let's uh jump over and finish off the questions as many as we can. 
uh in the last 10 minutes that we have left. I think we should be able to answer all the questions. I will keep an eye out as we go along and so, here we go. So, Prabjot says, hello, teacher Bob. Could you please tell me 10 phrasal verbs relating to fixing and repairing? Thanks a lot in advance. Have an amazing day. I know I can't think of 10 but I will say this. We use the verb to fix up a lot. Okay? I need to um I need to fix up um I need to fix up my room. I need to fix up um let me see what would you fix up? I need to fix up my computer. I don't know why we add up but uh you can use to fix up. Uh we don't say repair up. That doesn't exist. Just fix up. Um let me see here. I think if I remember correctly Dave the Canadian who built the questioning software added keys and I can just use the keys to do it. So, that might help. Let's do that. Natalia says, hi, Bob. If I break something in the hotel or something is broken, how do I report it to the person at the reception desk? Thanks. Have a nice day. Um you would just call them or you would go down and talk to them in person. A few weeks ago, I was at a hotel and the television was broken. It wouldn't turn on and so, I phoned the reception desk. I phoned the front desk. Two names for it and they sent a person up and it ended up being that the electrical outlet wasn't working in the wall and so, he went somewhere else. Uh I think he flipped a breaker and then everything worked again. So, that was cool but yes, I would just call the front desk or the reception desk. Um Next question is from Freddie. Hi, Bob. Hope all is well. Do you think to add a useful object like the adhesive plaster in the case, you'll hit yourself on your fingers with your hammer? <laughs> I'm not sure. I know that having different options in your toolbox is always good. I know that having too many options can have problems um but uh certainly, I have hit my fingers enough times in my life with a hammer um that I'm not keen on doing that again. Uh let's see here. Helen says, hello, teacher Bob. Could you please explain the difference between the word maintenance versus fix and repair? Well, that's a good one and I should have probably talked about this. Maintenance or regular maintenance, that's something you do so something runs well or keeps working um instead of breaking or uh breaking down. The best example would be a car You want to get regular oil changes after a certain number of kilometers. You want to do regular maintenance so that it doesn't break. If you bought a car and you drove it for 15 years and never changed the oil, uh never changed the tires, if you didn't do any regular maintenance, it would certainly break after a while. Um Note of cash from Thailand says, hello, Bob. I wasn't able to know how to fix and repair my window. Gonna drop the INGs. Can you give some ideas for fixing and repairing a window? Yeah, that's one of the things where I hire a professional. I I get an expert to come. When my windows are broken or when they're old and need to be replaced, I usually get an expert to do it. So, I don't have any advice. Sorry, cash. Um Fyodor, hello. What things have worn out in English up t- until now? What things should be repaired in English? What is the warranty that it will be in the same working order as now? So, if I was to fix the English language, Fyodor, the first thing I would do is I would remove any phrasal verbs 
that simply repeat what the verb means anyways. A good example would be you know to fix and to fix up. It almost means the same thing. So, why confuse people? Um and I should have talked about warranties. A warranty is something where if you buy something and it breaks within a certain period of time, the place you bought it from will either fix it or replace it. So, um next question from Jayan. Hi, teacher Bob. Do you like fixing some things? Bike or car or anything? I can fix bikes a little bit but I'm not good at fixing cars. Um usually if my car uh is broken, I take it to the garage and I let a mechanic fix it. Um but I am I can do a good job fixing a bike. I can replace tires on a bike. I can fix brakes on a bike. Bikes aren't too complicated. Um Fox the repair says, Bob, do you repair your computer yourself? I'm going to repair a toilet but I'm not a professional. I just know how. So, I can I can fix computers myself. I'm okay at computer repair but I'm not good at plumbing but what's made life easier is YouTube. If I had to replace one of my toilets, I would probably do it myself. I would watch a YouTube video and then I would learn how to replace the toilet and then I would attempt to do it myself. A lot of people learn how to fix things or repair things by watching YouTube videos. Uh how to explain shoe if we talk about tools. So, for me, a shoe is a something I wear on my feet. There might be a tool called a shoe but I'm not familiar with it, Lurie. So, sorry about that. Uh Florencia, what's the difference between when someone says I'm talent for or versus talented at? I'm talented at fixing things. I'm good at it. Yeah. So, we almost always use at, okay? I'm good at fixing computers. I'm good at um I'm good at walking. I was gonna say that's not a great sentence. Um and then I'm good at fixing things. I'm good. Yeah, we don't use for. I'm talented. Yeah, I usually we would say I have a talent for fixing computers. So, we switch things around a little bit, Florencia. But definitely at. Uh Vitalage from Germany. Hi, Mr. Bob. Hope you're well. Do you have any idioms with words fix or repair? Thanks for the answer. Well, let's look a few up. Um I don't think there's a lot. I'm gonna just pull up a page for a sec. Fix. Yeah, there's not too many. You can be in a fix which means you're in trouble. Um let's see here and then you wanna get out of a fix. It's not super common though. Um maybe I'll do a few on my second channel. I'll do a few um idioms with repair and fix at some point. Um from Giovanni, Mickey, hey Bob, have you ever seen the Smurfs? Yes, I have. Would it be correct if I said that clumsy Smurf is all thumbs? Definitely. That's how we would describe someone like clumsy Smurf. Um let's see here. Oh, this is a hard question. Winter, this is the last question. If our hearts are broken, how can we repair it? So, a broken heart, it's very hard. We we would probably use the verb to mend. Uh in order to mend a broken heart or in order to fix a broken heart, I think you need time. You need to spend time with friends and family 
and then eventually hopefully you meet another person. That's how I would recommend how to fix a broken heart or how to mend a broken heart. Hey, that's it. We are done four minutes early. So, it was a bit of a shorter lesson. Thank you so much for watching. Thanks to Dave and Todd for hanging out and moderating the chat. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks to the 473 people who are watching. If you're new, don't forget to click that uh subscribe button there and you'll get notified when new videos come out. Uh thanks to Sean from Free 99 English for hanging out in the chat. Thanks to Rod, the English teacher for hanging out in the chat. Good to have some English teachers around and thanks again to all my members. All the people who have clicked the join button below. Uh there will be another live lesson tomorrow at 11 a.m. I think it will be outdoors but let's check the weather for a second uh to make sure that I'm not promising some making a promise I can't keep. Saturday, clearing. Wind 20 kilometers an hour in the morning. High, clear. There we go. We will be outside tomorrow. Remember, this lesson will be out in a shorter form in a couple of days. I will remove all of the viewer questions. So, if you do need to just listen to it once more or watch it while you're cooking supper uh or maybe you want to have it on um uh while you're driving your car or riding on the subway, it's always good to listen to it twice. Let me say bye to Linda and Key Park and Mode Eggs and Judith and Ario and Eduardo. Wait, I don't see Eduardo. Well, he's probably here somewhere. Mode Eggs, Maria C, Julia Olis, Al Gore, Rod, the English teacher, uh Lolly Lolly, Linda. I'm saying names twice now. Sita, Sean from Free 99 English. Bye to everyone. Bye, Semra. Bye, Natporn. Um I think oh by Samuel Chen by Linda. I'm saying names twice now. That always happens. So anyways, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for learning a little bit of English. I'll see you tomorrow with another live lesson. So have a good Friday. Have a great weekend. Bye. Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me, in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash bobthecanadian.